Hello and welcome to the Power Switch, gaming's call-in talk radio show. My name is Peter Spasia. Thank you for tuning in. This is the second spoiler cast that the Power Switch has done, and we use Discord as a means to add and drop callers to talk about video games and switch the power that is found in a typical gaming podcast. You can join our server to participate during recordings at rhymeswithasia.com slash call. And so, yes, let's get it out of the way. Spoiler cast for Persona 5. If you have not had credits roll on Persona 5, you may want to skip this episode. Come back when you finish the game because we're going to talk about all things no holds barred spoilers everywhere for persona 5 and there is a lot to talk about we have you know quite a few people lined up to call in today and talk about it that's you know kind of what makes our show different with spoiler cast compared to other gaming podcasts we have people call in to discuss whatever they'd like to about the game in particular and that differs to our other episodes where you know we we're talking about gaming news and any gaming related topic but for these we want to talk generally about a month after the game has come out give people enough time to beat it and so we can talk about spoilers freely here so with persona 5 let's kind of start i guess from my perspective and uh for these we had the legend of zelda breath of the wild as our first episode and we kind of talked about like just different talking points that when you're talking about a game like this uh you know what are the different things that you may want to bring up with different people so i kind of made a similar list with Persona 5, and I wanted to give you my perspective before we get to our callers and talk about those subjects. So let's start with my personal playthrough stats. Uh, I played on easy, which I just learned is only different than normal based on the damage taken. I mean, the damage dealt is the same compared to normal. The amount of experience you get is the same. The amount of money you get is the same, but enemies deal half as much damage to you uh, on easy compared to normal. So that was interesting to kind of see after the fact. When you go down to safety one more time, it's it's that same 0.5x half times damage received as it, you know, say it was the same as easy there, but then it's, you know, double damage dealt. You have uh, three times the experience and then like five times the money. So there is a big difference, I guess, from safety compared to easy, but I played on easy compared to normal. Uh, I played for 85 hours. Uh, I know some people, you know, past 100 and that's, that's really impressive, but that was probably some more grinding time, some longer times working through the different palaces. I got up to level 73 by game's end. Uh, I maximized all of my personality aspects. So... You had the knowledge, you had the charm, you had diligence, uh, you know, everything there, guts, and oh, I'm missing one more. But yeah, everything maxed on the personality uh, there. And I got 17 out of 21 social links maxed. Uh, so I fell short on, uh, I think I was rank six on Emperor Yusuke. I was rank three on Fortune. So that was uh, Chihaya. I was rank three on Tower. Uh, the kid, <laughs> I really did not spend much time. I just wanted to get like that, I guess, initial ability, which proved helpful for sure. But, uh, just, I was more focusing at the end of the game, not, you know, leveling his social link up, but then, or his confidant level up, uh, but kind of more focusing on teammates, uh, like Haru, who I, I did max. Uh, then the fourth one that I did not max was, uh, hanged man. Uh, so that was EY. And I think I got to around, you know, level seven or something like that. I completed his uh, mementos mission, but 
never anything beyond that. So, uh, so I got pretty close. If I ever do a new game plus, I mean, that should be easy to continue complete. Uh, and I, that was kind of like, I guess the summation overall of, of what my uh, gameplay stats were like, but getting right into the, the spoiler discussion, uh, I know a lot of people happen to have this game spoiled for them. I was one of them, and it was really by game's end, to the point where when you come across the one spoiler, and it's like, well, yeah, I was kind of putting that together in my head. So let, let's talk about that main spoiler, for one. I would guess if people were spreading one spoiler around the internet, it would be saying, oh, Akechi is the traitor. Akechi betrays you. And it's interesting. When you're following the game in Japan... Uh, just briefly, not any you know story spoilers or anything like that. But when you're seeing it's kind of promotion there, and you're seeing different things happen there, I guess I knew for a while that Akechi would be a party member, and this was only affirmed by you know certain aspects of the game. Even when you boot it up, they did not shy away from the fact that Akechi would be a big part of your team. You load up the game and the splash screen before you know the all the roles there. I mean, the splash screen has a portrait for him as you, this, along with all of your other party members on the title screen. There are enough people there that includes Akechi. Akechi is technically on the title screen and he's there with a big beak. And so certain aspects, you know, as the game develops, uh, it's like, you know, you're joining really late. You're very skeptical of the Phantom Thieves. I don't really trust you. And so I'm going through the game, playing it, and just like, I'm, I'm a little hesitant to kind of, you know, discuss, you know, certain things with Akechi. I'm not going to warm up too friendly to him, but I'll kind of keep him at a distance. And then when it starts to move, you know, towards the end, is he like, well, I want to join and I want to help you guys. You even had the bit uh, with Okumura at his palace. I think that was the one real sign that it's like, yeah, something's really not right with Akechi, where they, they show Akuma being murdered by the man in black, the black mask, and he has a long beak. Like, that that assassin has a long beak. I'm like, well, you know who else has a long beak on the title screen? It'd be Akechi, who I kind of haven't trusted this whole time. And, you know, sure enough, it develops, uh, you know, the way that it does. Um... So really, that wasn't too surprising. I I was even you know picking up on they were doing some of the blurred transitions. Uh, you know that was supposed to be like oh you, you the memory loss you can't really remember. I was even you know noticing those and be like that's different. Something's with that. Like that's not right. Why are they doing that? Uh, oddly enough, I I never picked up on pancakes. I, I I you know looking back on that, it's like oh yeah. Yeah, that is like the big linchpin there. Like, I, how did I miss that? But it was all of these other elements of foreshadowing that like, yeah, it's it's not that bad in hindsight to be spoiled that Akechi betrays you because it's it's pretty obvious, I would say, the whole time. Um, so I, I guess, you know, for those that enter the game spoiler, spoiled with that, uh, you know, don't, I guess, you know, if you're listening to it now, you shouldn't really take that to heart in kind of hindsight there. Uh, the next big, you know, reveal, I guess, then is Shido being the mastermind. And again, very easy to predict. 
when you're seeing the man's face and you run into him again on the street and it's this bald figure who keeps showing up on television and it's just like yep it's gonna make narrative sense that he the two are connected by fate and it all comes back yep him being a major player like again that was not a surprise at all it made too much sense in a way uh, you talk about some of the twists in Persona 4 there, and they almost wanted to say, oh, well, we didn't want to make it, you know, too obvious. They maybe thought that it was too obvious in Persona 4. Like, no, this game was too obvious, and it's, you know, who's, like, the mastermind setting it up all behind the scenes as far as Akechi betraying you. And you're you're cutting to the uh, the investigator, the, the head captain, the head police guy, oh, the... Yeah, that got old guy, Kirk Thornton, bald head, white, you know, he's he's Sai's boss. Just uh, when he's communicating, like, like obviously you're talking to Shido. Oh, and we're going to use his skills. Obviously you're talking about a catch. Like, it got to the point where, like, the, the shoes hadn't dropped on the big reveal for those characters. But it's like, I'm seeing what you're doing. Like, uh, come on. So those reveals, those are one thing. When you got to the Velvet Room... And the corruption of the Velvet Room, and how I mean, you, obviously again, if you're if you're familiar with Persona games, you knew that it was all going to come down to a godly entity is behind the whole thing, and you need to use the power of friendship to save the day. Like obviously, it's going in that direction, but it's like okay, well, who's who's the godly villain? Like what's the tie-in and all that? For all the people to complain about Igor. And his voice, the, the very deep voice, and it's very menacing in the beginning. And yeah, odd, odd casting choice from Japan. We were all kind of saying like, okay, that's a little weird. But some people, it really bothered them. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's a big red flag. It might ruin the game for me. Like to think that it was all purposeful, that the Velvet Room was corrupted by the evil god Yaldabaoth, and that Lavensa was the the attendant of the room to be split in two with Caroline and Justine. And that was the best twist in the game. Clearly, uh, you know, the, to think that, you know, Igor with tying all with the, the death of the Japanese voice actor, and they've been kind of using some patchwork for the last couple games. Now, when the real Igor was revealed and the voice was off just enough, it's like, yeah, I get the payoff that you're going for here. But it is off just enough. But like I, I get there was, you know, some some closure there. There was a good there. Uh Morgana being created by Igor as kind of the last hope for humanity. That was nice. Although so Morgana much more likable than Teddy, certainly as a mascot, I would say. Uh however, the bit when Morgana started getting pissy with you know, then leaving and finding the beauty thief with Haru and I get that, you know, being treated rough by Ryuji. I mean, Ryuji is, uh, just treats everybody roughly, certainly. But when it started to be like, well, I got something to say. And the protagonist is like, oh, let's, let's go to sleep for the 500th time. And it's like, no, I don't I don't want to talk about it. Like, stop. <laughs> stop it. Like, so go out and just say what you have to say instead of no cause all this drama. I think that's the story beat I liked the least because it was... I get for the character progression, it almost had to be done, but it was so unnecessary slogging through it. Anyway, those, you know, the big spoiler story beats, uh, you know, the first couple, 
very obvious to tell, even though, you know, many people were going around like, oh, Akechi, uh, you know, love him, but oh, he's going to betray you. Like, not necessary to do that, uh, but I don't think that ruins the game. I, I think if you get spoiled on the Igor thing, I think that's the most unfortunate aspect of it. Now let's get a little more lighthearted, I suppose. Uh, my romance choice. I was going into the game thinking like, oh, Futaba's probably the cutest out of all. I'm, my, my gut said you're probably going to lean towards romancing her. Makoto. Clear and away Makoto. Uh, Futaba ended up being it's, it's too much of a little sister complex kind of thing. Even if you max uh, Sojiro's Hierophant uh, confidant arc. He basically even said like, hey, uh, don't get with Futaba. And it's like, I, I won't, you know, coffee dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, Makoto, and I think her role in particular, uh, you know, not just, you know, being more intelligent and just the, the confidence there, um, you know, helpful to use in battle with uh, the nuclear skills, you know, interesting. We can also talk about if you want to call in, you know, the addition of the extra elements, uh, in battle, that kind of mixed things up a little bit, calling back old Persona types there. Um, but yeah, Makoto, I think, had an extra role played in the story uh, to to have to be tied in with Sai and have her sister be the investigator that you keep calling back to. So when people say like, "Oh, oh who's Canon Bay?" like I would argue it's it's Makoto because there is that extra story thread there. It made it even more awful on Christmas Eve in the game and who are you spending it with and the idea was you know the next day you're going to turn yourself into the police to spare you know the fates of your teammates and it was just that extra you know just twist in the gut like the knife is just more painful that like she knows you're lying to her that you've made a deal with her sister to turn yourself in but you can't tell her to ruin the evening it was oh it was awful it sucked so much, but you know, Valentine's Day was nice. It, it made up for it. Uh, I'd be interested to hear who you guys romance. I mean, that's that's a big talking point with all, obviously all the the Persona games as of late, in particular. Uh, made it interesting when you started adding older characters like uh, Takemi, the doctor, or if you wanted to, you know, Oya, the reporter, probably the worst choice, um, or even if you uh, were down with the teacher, uh, you know, that would. That would certainly be an interesting option as well. But to have those older characters, I mean, kind of added a more roguish element to the game, I suppose. Uh, different options for sure. Would love to hear about those. Uh, personas used at the end of the game. I fused Trumpeter. Definitely used that. You know, Debilitate was certainly helpful. Uh, but I had Thor as a backup. So I, those were kind of the main, main two. I was uh, going back and forth between at the end. Just curious kind of how you guys roll, you know, towards the end game there. Uh, but yeah, we can certainly talk about if you call in, you know, different elements that you liked about whether it's, you know, Kamoshida's castle or Madarame's museum. You had Kanashiro's bank, Futaba's tomb, uh, Okumura's out of space, uh, Nijima's casino. You had Shido's ship, the depths of mementos, or you even had uh, Shibuya, the hell on earth at the end. So there's certainly a lot of things to talk about what you liked about, you know, different uh palaces what stood out uh, all those kind of things different story beats there kind of interesting to see those all laid out in particular ultimately to compare it to other persona games um at this moment i would still say persona 4 golden is my favorite game still of all time now 
Persona 5, like right behind there. Uh, Persona 5 better as a game in nearly every way. Uh, loved having the confidants provide extra abilities that impacted the real world. Uh, just a lot of big improvements. I mean, for Kawakami, the, the teacher, to to be able to cook, you know, different things, you know, curry and coffee and to give you a massage if you got that, you know, social link rank high enough uh, to kind of save time there. Those were huge, huge helps. And, uh, you know, just playing it was... I felt a lot better. I mean, just the animation and the gameplay, gorgeous. Everything was so right about that game. But your main party, some some characters, I mean, they're all likable to an extent, I would say. But they they don't feel iconic yet. Persona 4's characters felt like iconic. Like they felt like, you know, they could be your friends in real life, if that makes sense. And the way the game ended especially in Persona 4, uh, just heartbreaking, just a, a real emotional gut punch to have to leave them behind and actually say goodbye. And for this game, it made sense, you know, everyone kind of going on a heist, you know, what's next? What's the next adventure to kind of, you know, yeah, I know you have to leave, but let's let's go for a drive. And, oh, we have this cat steal the spark plug from the police to make the van go. But it was a more you know lighthearted sort of ending, and it felt like everything was told, like the story that you wanted to tell and had to tell with the Phantom Thieves. Everything had been told, uh, whereas Persona Four made you feel like that I, I want more adventures with these these people, and so I think that's the real you know, emotional resonance personally uh, with me. I mean, I I cannot wait to play a new game plus. Like that's going to be real fun to to go back to Persona Five and do that. Uh, will really enjoy doing so because it's it's just a better game. Uh, but uh, right now, at least as it stands, you know, Persona 4 and the times I've played that, that means more to me personally. So I would love to hear what you guys have to say. When we come back, we will get to the callers. You can bring up anything about Persona 5. Would love to hear what you have to say, but you can also bring up what another caller has to say too. That's all when we come back here on the Power Switch. You never see it Welcome back to the Power Switch. Let's get talking about all things Persona 5. I've kind of said what I wanted to at the start of the show here, but the power of the show is really in the hands of you, the callers, and you know the listeners as well. So let's hear what you guys have to say. Looking forward to that. Joining us from Colorado, Zero Ranma. Welcome back to the Power Switch. Good to be here, dude. Hey, no problem. I mean, I think you were the first one in our community to finish the game. Oh boy, did I! Uh, so I'm, I'm certainly curious to hear your thoughts on what you think regarding Persona All right. Five. So let me know what I did. No one should do. <laughs> What's that? I beat the game not once but twice within three weeks. Oh my god. Oh man! So how I how many hours is that? Back. Like that's that's got to be a long that, time. That's like a good 150 hours. Oh my gosh! Wow! Do, do the math there, people. Of, <laughs> I did a lot of cutscenes in the second round, but mm-hmm. did skip a lot of them. And yeah, it it went through a lot easier, right? Since I knew what I was doing, and I did use a guide and stuff. But otherwise, yeah, I I went insane playing this game. <laughs> well, it's it's an excellent game. It's you know certainly going to be 
up there for it's you. My, Many, it's my personal game of the year. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I, I think I'm feeling the same way about it as well. I mean, if like I had a voice in the industry and I had to pick a and like an industry game of the year, I, I still think it's going to be you know Breath of the Wild. I don't think anyone's going to be able to oh, beat yeah, Legend no. of Zelda. Zelda is absolutely going to be game of the year for everyone, but but yeah, you know, personally, personal, yeah, mm-hmm. personally, yeah. Persona Five. Yeah. So, oh boy, where do we start? Probably one of the coolest endgame personas that you get for your main character. Yeah, yeah, Satanael, and yeah, that's that was really cool. Let me tell you, on New Game Plus, when you fuse him, he is a fucking giant. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, yeah. When you summon him, and it zooms out because he's that huge. Wow. From from the main battle. Well, he has to kind of go on <laughs> scale with uh with the Aldabaoth, so. Yeah. Story-wise, you know... By the time Goro came into the party, it was definitely skeptical. And, you know, the way he kind of, like, pressured you, yeah, no, we can't rob the place until this date. That's, like, okay, that's suspicious. Mm -hmm. And it's a sad thing that he doesn't join back at any point in time after. Because if you do level him up, you see that he has a really, he has a pretty good moveset, all Mm. things considered. Yeah, I mean to cover both, you know, the the bless and the curse skills like those. Those are good. Yeah, he covers those. He said he's got debilitate, mm, yeah, which is really handy for boss fights. And yeah, just overall good attack and stuff. I know I wasn't going to like attach any items onto him, or whatever. Because like I'm, I'm pretty sure well, you're you, gonna betray you us. Get, <laughs> you get it back, so it doesn't right. matter. Yeah, well, it, was, it was good to sell his items. That was a good chunk of change there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my first playthrough was on safety because I just, you know, first time through, I wanted to just go through without any issues. Second time through was on combination of both easy and normal. Easy for the beginning of the game just to, you know, get my bearings and not have to deal with too much stress from Kamashita's dungeon, which is arguably the hardest one mm-hmm. because of SP management. Yeah, yeah, just the pacing there. And then I think... The cruise was the biggest pain in the ass because it's just so long and tedious. That and the that in space. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd say the ship was was tough. Um, I happened to do it in one in-game day. I just had enough, you know, items saved up. Uh, you know, coffees and and curries coffees and, and curries. whatnot. Uh, but yeah, it was just a long time to play. I mean, you can kind of say like, oh, beat my five generals and you'll get me. I, I certainly wasn't expecting being thrown into the, the back-to-back boss fights of, oh, it's Akechi, and then it's going to be Akechi with Loki, and then it's yeah, it just back-to-back nonstop. And, like, give me a, a heal point at least. Like, I I didn't want to go, like, right into that battle. Like, I wasn't totally healed up. I'm, I'm leaving the ship. Come on. Yeah, after fighting the Yakuza dude, yeah, I just kind of... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went out. I didn't, I didn't heal anyone... And then coming across a catchy, and that was not ideal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to, yeah, I had to use, use a bunch of coffees during the battle. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. But it wasn't too bad, all things considered. Somas mm-hmm. in particular were just uh, godlike. I know they've been Ugh. helpful in games past, but yeah, I think the one thing I do like, I do miss the fox. Say, say what you will. All, oh all God, your yans, yeah. yep, yep, yep. SP is merciless in this game. Yeah, it's it's really tough. Yeah, the final end mementos wasn't too bad. They at least gave you a couple safe rooms and free heals at the beginning. So Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, with with the depths of mementos, like doing all the different step puzzles, those were interesting, I guess, if it, a little it tedious. Wasn't hard. Yeah, right. Compared to things like rat puzzles and airlocks. Oh yeah, the... and trying to find trying to find the senior manager's ID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I for the rat uh, stuff, the mice. I got into one battle because I was trying to like get it like right on the edge of a room where like that boundary was, and like I misjudged it and. Yeah, you ran, you took some heavy damage, whatever, you heal it up, it was fine. Uh, yeah. But at least, like, those made sense. Like, you're always looking for that extra, you know, that little hole, just always looking for that, just, you know, hold down L2 to kind of get your senses about you. It made sense, kind of the progression that had to be done with the mice puzzles. But, yeah, it was, it was tedious. It just it was, it, Yeah, it, it wasn't hard. It was just there were so many of mm-hmm. them. Yeah, a lot of busy work. And then the one where there was a rat puzzle, and then you get to the end of it, and there's another rat puzzle mm, yeah. in the next section that's like, oh, my God, just let it end. Yeah, yeah. And even with Shibuya, you know, you have Lavenza there who's like, yeah, I can heal you. Just come back and talk to me. But you make so much progress, and you're like, I, I don't want to go back because what if there there's respawning enemies? You know, you leave and you come <laughs> yeah, back. What if the enemies – I didn't – so I didn't want to do that. I just kept – progressing onward and upward there. Yeah, I pushed I pushed that whole section just all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Wasn't too bad. I mean, it helps that I was definitely overleveled because I abused Reaper so much. Oh, see, I I had not faced Reaper. I haven't done that. I was thinking of a more new game plus dropping it down to safety on that point. Okay, so the thing with the Reaper, not a lot of people know this, but on certain days in the year, there is a thing called flu season, mm-hmm. which affects mementos by occasionally inflicting enemies with despair. Yes. Yeah. Including the Reaper. Mm-hmm. That's that's handy. And despair in three turns, the enemy will kill themselves. Yep. So yeah, that's basically what I abused to get my levels up to ungodly modes. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty and handy on, there. And then on New Game Plus I decided, well, you know what? I've gotten quite a few levels. Let's try and take on the bonus boss. Surely oh, that can yeah. be bad. Yeah. How how is that? It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like rough. You know, for first of all, I mean, the bonus boss, it's is the wardens. Yeah, it's it's Caroline and Justine. So the bonus boss works in a very special manner where you need to be dealing equal damage to both of them at the same time mm-hmm. because if one is killed before the other, the other will revive them with half HP, and the HP they have is obnoxiously huge. Yeah. And they're already like dealing out absurd amounts of attacks of varying elements, and they will absolutely exploit your teammates' weaknesses. Mm. But hey, reward at the end, omnipotent orb. That's that's pretty good. So you romanced Futaba, Futaba. if I'm correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so. and and everyone looks down on me for doing so. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, what was that like? Was, that that romance was very sweet. So I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I think there's, you know, merits for romancing each uh, if you wanted to just do it individually. You know, don't don't be the the cheating playboy. Don't be the cheating scumbag. You don't want Sojiro's chocolate on Valentine's Day. You know, go look up yeah. that scene if you uh, if you're curious. Yeah, just don't date multiple people. It will absolutely end badly for you. So I, I kind of like that change. Uh, that was. That's good that that makes sense. I it kind of gives you yeah. a more like a little more stake in the game. Like, pick one. Like you got you gotta. For some four, it, you just feel like a scumbag afterwards, but it, there's no real negative consequence. Right, right. Just just don't pick 
oh yeah, that one doesn't make sense. I think they just created that character. Like we want the voice of Yukiko, but just do her drunk voice for the like the start of it. Yeah, I don't know if it was the same in Japan or not. Yeah, but... I don't know. <laughs> that's that's what it was in America, though. I so I think that is a romance option. Like that didn't work as well, but you know, uh, it's interesting okay. to hear what different people have to say regarding that. So yeah, other than that, I did get the platinum trophy for the game. Okay. Which congratulations, that's that's quite an accomplishment. I by the end of the yeah. game, by the end of my new game plus, when I was at the end. And I still didn't have that Futaba voice line. I was like, oh, God, I need to get my party into some serious shit. So I yeah. cranked the difficulty all the way up to the final max difficulty. <laughs> Just took on bad guys at the end. Let them ambush me. Let them go to town on my party. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't matter to me. I was immune to everything. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really what it took. I mean, because I was on easy and like, you know, at the end, uh, I had it pop and totally did not expect that. I did not get the, the Risei trophy ever in Persona 4 Golden. I think it was because the same thing. I, I never I, found it difficult. That's the only one I'm missing in Golden. Yeah, like I, I guess that was the thing. I like, I never found it really difficult. Um, so like, that's that's really what you need is, you know, like, oh, this is a really tough enemy or, oh gosh, are you all right? And a lot of things like that. Yeah. So I had that pop in Shibuya on, on that final grind. I was like, what the hell? So that surprised me, but I don't know if I'm ever going to go back and say, you know, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see if I ever do get the platinum, but yeah, kudos to you. That's it, awesome. Honestly, it's not a hard platinum trophy at all. Just two playthroughs, you know, once you're on your second run and you're just trying to, you're just maxing everyone out. It goes by a lot quicker. If you maxed out uh, Kawakami on the first run, yep. cause the massage carries over. That's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> So you can get it as early as whenever you get her. Wow! Social and started. That's, that's that's pretty amazing. Uh, and then you got to be good at baseball. Well, yeah, just reload. You know? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> you just have to get the home run and then reload again, and then that's your free free time again. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Yeah, and that'll help in the new game plus. I mean, to to read all of the books and to you know play all of the games and all those sorts of things that you just didn't have the time when you're trying to build up all the social links. Yeah, I mean, it helps when you if you're trying to build up your stats because you know you do get stats for doing those. But right, do, otherwise, do your stats carry over into New Game Plus, or you have to build those up again? Oh yeah, yeah, they okay. carry over. Well, yeah, there you go. I've spent a good two weeks away from that game for good reason. <laughs> yeah, it'll it takes some downtime. I mean, gosh, for for how much you did play, that's that's pretty amazing. But I really appreciate your insight. Like that's that's really great to hear from you. And uh, I know we've been looking forward to talking about this in a very spoiler-filled context. So Zero Ranma, oh, yeah. we can find you on Twitter at Zero Ranma. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate the time, and you have a good night. Well, thanks for having me. Of course. Joining us from New Jersey, Matt. Welcome back to the Power Switch. Hey, hey, hey. Let's talk some Persona Five. Uh, yeah. where, what are your thoughts on the game? Where do you stand with it? Uh, tell me about your experience. So uh, it took me almost exactly an entire real real life month to play this game, uh, clocking in at a final total of ninety nine hours and thirty six minutes. Damn, that's that's awesome. Uh, I began the game on normal and uh, ended up dropping down to easy in the third palace. Uh, after just repeating the same hallway over and over. Any particular reason why was it like, you know, Mudo or sort of skills that got you or no, it's just like something like in the same area. Like I'd run into the same enemies every time, like a different one would kill me though. And 
I hadn't felt like I had like been avoiding fights or was particularly under level or anything, but it was like at that point it was either just start level grinding, which I didn't want to do, or suck it up and drop down to an to an easier difficulty. Mm-hmm. Which you know my my unwillingness to do exactly that in the past is ultimately why I have never actually finished Persona Four. Oh, interesting. Um, because you know, just back when Persona Four was was new and relevant, I I was unwilling to drop difficulty and just quit. And now I just you know my time is so limited. I haven't had the opportunity to go back and finish it. Welcome to called being an adult, where your time yep. is at a premium, so you have no shame in playing on an easier difficulty. I hear you. I hear. You. It's what I did right from the start. I was toying with the idea of going down to safety, and I might as well do so for the new game plus. But I wanted the experience of the negotiating with the the personas and uh, kind of building the compendium that way. And uh, as zero was saying on a a past episode of the powers, which is a a normal show uh, saying that, you know, if you're just dealing, you know, double the damage, like you're often just killing them and not even, you know, getting them in that, that down hold up state. So yeah, safety is where I I felt it would have started to compromise, like having fun with the gameplay, Mm -hmm. kind of compromise the mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like how I feel about Phoenix mode and fire emblem. Right. Right. It's like, there's having an easier experience and then there's just not playing the game. Right. Right. And you know, if some people just don't are just there for the story and just want to play the game by all means. But personally, if you know, I, I would feel comfortable uh, just saving the $60 and watching it online, which despite Atlas's best efforts, you can still do with persona <laughs> five. Yeah. That's, that's a whole uh, situation with that too. Absolutely. With all the, the Oh, and we'll, will loosen the bands but still kind of keep them in place yeah that's what a what a mess and, and also not uh not enforce it whatsoever mm-hmm, right and, and it's such a long game too that i, I can't imagine like that's got to be a very very long watch uh but then you got to think eventually you know things like the uh giant bomb you know, playthrough that it was so famous for persona 4 or yeah. uh, other let's plays like that like they'll they'll pop up they'll get there eventually uh so i ended up with 15 max social links or confidants, whatever they're, mm-hmm. they're still social links. They're still social links, yeah. It makes sense to call the general idea of it a social link because yeah. you can call the person a confidant, but you can't say that like you're leveling up the confidant. It doesn't work as well. I mean, I love the theming in this game, you know, with the confidants in that like when they always, you know, flash forward to Sai kind of talking about like, well, you needed this kind of person to have this skill. Like, how is that? So like they were, they were all important. Uh, they were all relevant yeah. instead of, you know, what persona four, like you had, you had the mother, like the, the stepmother of that kid and like ultimately pointless. <laughs> you really didn't need it. <laughs> like I, I didn't even need to tutor the kid, but like everyone mattered here. Every yeah. social link mattered. And with the abilities and, like who they were and how they all tied in. I love how that was all uh, involved. Uh, but yeah, like call the active uh, social links like that, that. That's what it is. Yeah. And speaking of the, uh, of the way that like flash forward to say, in addition to that being like one of the best framing devices that I've ever seen. Oh, in a it's, video game. it's so cool. I mean, yeah, I say what you will, but in media res, it's a, it's a common tactic, but it was used so well, just get you right in the action. Then just keep going back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I actually um, I figured out what the last possible day to do uh, free time before the interrogation caught up to see if like the speed of the calendar ticking upward would uh, yep. would adjust. Yep. 
and uh, I, I managed to catch a video of it, and it it goes up pretty slow. It's actually <laughs> it's actually real funny to see. Interesting. So as far as like all the big story beats, Shido being the villain was like the most obvious thing in the world. Clearly, yeah, yeah. Like I technically I was spoiled on it, but like there's no way to be spoiled on on something so basic and simple. It was a weird way for me to, I guess I was technically spoiled on it because, you know, I, I had the, the soundtrack, you know, months before, like when it came out in Japan, you know, having, having the soundtrack there. Um, and yeah, for, for rivers in the desert early on, it was, it was phrased as, you know, Shido battle, uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I don't, don't know what Shido is. Don't know who that is. And it takes a while before the character, of Shido is actually given the name Shido. And so when that's dropped, it's like, oh, okay, there's the mental connection. But by that point, like you're already figuring out like, well, he's the guy from the beginning and he's going to tie in and it's going to be fate all connecting. It's so, like that really wasn't too bad. It was the same thing with uh yelled about, uh, granted mm-hmm. the tagging on the early, uh, you know, OST rip was J a L, which, you know, kind of internationally makes a little more sense as opposed to throwing a Y in there but again like y'all the both i what the hell is that like okay maybe it's a godlike thing but i have no connection to it until it's dropped like oh okay there it is so uh yeah interesting to kind of be cursorily spoiled that way but yeah again as you said it's it's obvious like come on yeah i also was like half spoiled for the for the fake igor Mm. um i was i was looking up stuff about igor in persona one and two on the wiki and they're like, oh, there's also a fake Igor in Persona no. 5. And like, I, oh, I stopped reading there. I had no context as to why there was a fake Igor or what he was doing, if the real Igor was going to show up. I didn't know any of that, but I knew that there was something going oh, on. Oh, man, that that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, and sin- since I didn't know that the real Igor was going to show up, I, I, didn't, I didn't expect them to have the original voice. Mm-hmm. Um, which in the in the Japanese version is archive footage of the original voice actor. Yeah, yeah, and and that makes uh, sense. Uh, but the the re-recording, uh, getting a different actor. I don't know if there was just bad blood between the original Igor uh, English voice, but it was it was just different enough that it's just like I, I I recognize it's different, but I get what you're trying to do. And as far as it goes with Akechi, obviously, it, it like the game outright tells you pretty much immediately on the loading screen that he's going to join the party. Yeah. Um, I I did not pick up on him being the traitor though. Interesting. Um, when you see the the man in the black mask uh, murdering Okumura, uh, I had actually uh, I I sent uh, both Doba and Zero a message on Discord immediately as I got there. Like, hey, don't comment on this. I'm just throwing this out there in case uh, in case I've figured something out. But I noticed that Black Mask's character model looks an awful lot like Size. Hmm. Interesting. So I ended up seeing the character model and going in completely the wrong direction. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I noticed the beak. And so like, that was just another kind of tipping point for me to kind of put it together. Uh, that's interesting. You made that conclusion though. I, I think you mentioned that Dobo was sick and he wanted to be here. Um, I wanted to throw out his theory that I think would have been really interesting that he had very early on of uh, what if Mishima was the traitor? Uh, your your moon social link and it, yeah. it would have been really interesting uh i i think that would have been a really cool twist uh especially with you know very early on he's just like hey hey, hey you're the phantom thieves right I, I got this website and all this and even the whole time you can treat mishima like crap you can 
you know, just blow him off at every, you know, every point there. Uh, Continually deny the existence of the Phantom Thieves. Exactly. But you could, uh, you could just, you know, say like, well, how does he pick up so early on? And there could have been a moment much like, you know, other persona moments where it's like, oh, that was the key moment very early on that we hoped you forgot about. Uh, I think that could have been an interesting twist if it were Mishima. But uh, his his story and character arc just got annoying, especially like, well, well, I'm the reason you guys are famous, right? And like, shut up, kid. I, I can agree that he definitely got annoying, but I never got the impression that he was suspicious. But when Doba brought that theory up, I did think that it would have been cool if, like, he would have been an unwitting pawn. That's, like, he would have accidentally yeah. sold them out. Interesting. Yeah. I, so that, that was an interesting theory. I wanted to, you know, Doba can't be here, unfortunately. And I, I know he would have wanted to bring that up. So I wanted to do so while we're talking of, you know, possible, you know, betrayers and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. uh, catchy so you didn't pick up on that one as easily i mean the the reaction then you got when they put that all together uh i thought it was really cool um doba must uh, must have been like laughing his way to the bank when i was like messaging him about akechi because i had i had seen like some people online offhandedly saying how much they hated him hmm. and i was like I was messaging Doba, like, I don't understand why people would say that. Like, <laughs> he's really sweet, really genuine. He seems really cool. Like, I was all aboard the Akechi train. All he wants I to thought, do is find the truth. <laughs> yeah. And, like, even after the, like, the reveal, I no longer thought that he was super sweet and genuine, but I still thought that he was really, really compelling as a villain. And overall, I, I came away from this thinking that he's probably the most interesting character in the game. Mm. Uh, although I do feel like like after his boss fight when the whole team is like, oh, it doesn't have to be this way. You can join us. You can we can we can be friends. It's like, no, he's an actual murderer. Yeah. Like I I I really love him as a character, but as a person, he's kind of a huge piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and to throw in the connection that like, oh, he's Shido's bastard son. And it's like, okay, well, sure, of course he is. Why not? Just just make that happen. Make that connection, sure. It was contrived, but I think it worked mm-hmm. because it set up like how... It sort of set him up as a foil to Joker in a way because Joker had also been like horribly wronged by Shido, but instead of, you know, turning evil and doing like taking pure revenge, he like he took what was given to him by that and became a hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, it kind of makes sense when you have, you know, Yadabaoth know, kind of giving them both the power and just... Go at it. See what happens. Just kind of create chaos. Yeah. I will say it's very conspicuous that after Akechi's death, no one mentions him for the rest of the game. <laughs> All, almost yep. like they want it to be really easy when they rewrite it for a re-release for mm-hmm. him to be part of the party. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. And yeah, Zero's mentioning in our chat at rhymeswithasia.com slash call uh, with the, the P5AG domain. Uh, wondering if it'd be Akechi Goro. Uh, possible. Maybe it is so conspicuous that like he's not even mentioned again, mm-hmm. except except for like one line about how Akechi really was Shido's son. Like that's the only time he's mentioned for the rest of the game, and that's that's also pretty easy to to say that line if Akechi were alive. Mm. So I can see very clearly that if this game gets re released, Akechi's going to rejoin the team. Yeah. And I, I actually did think that he was going to, too, um, right up until his death. I had actually, 
again, one of the things that I had sent a message to Doba about was I'm really curious how they're going to put him back into the team. Yeah. I think that was, that was a bold decision just to have it only be that short amount of time, which is something they've done before. Right. Too. Right. They did it back in persona three with Shinjiro, but Shinjiro wasn't as heavily advertised as Akechi was. Right. And yeah, I was going to say that they could have done a lot by not including him on that splash screen on that title screen. Like that would have sold it better if it was just I like, Oh, surprise. Like he, he really is a party member as, as opposed to, well, yeah. I feel the opposite. I feel like because he was advertised so much, that made me believe that he was going to be permanent. Mm. That made me feel that even as he was revealed to be a murderer, he was still going to rejoin the team. That's why I I was like, I still felt that. And I never, like, I never imagined that he would just die and that would be it. For me, he joined too late. I think it would have been crushing if one of your main group of friends, like, had been playing you the whole time. Like that would have been a devastating betrayal, but because like he had been in a quote unquote enemy for so long in the media, and then he conveniently decides to work his way in, like there wasn't enough staying power for him to really make that connection. So you're still, for me, it was almost kind of still keeping him at arm's length. I sure I had him in my party as he went throughout the casino, but uh, yeah, that wasn't enough of an impact when it was a betrayal. I think I'm I'm inclined to disagree pretty much just because I was like I was so pro catchy through the game and did consider him like you know he's he is a close friend I trusted him mm, yeah. Um, and th- yeah that that really is dependent on how you perceive him right from the beginning yeah and then just just like a general message of game mechanics it was a good laugh when during the re- the big reveal scene uh, when he tries to murder you and it says. Uh, Akechi has revealed his true self, and then so the social link ranks up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was it's really like good. well, like, I guess you could say he's confided in me in a way. Sure, and he he knows that you're the phantom thief because yeah, I'll, the really cool thing with all the social links maxing, and then everyone's like, by the way, I know, I know you're the phantom. <laughs> it's like that. That was a kind of cool touch, which did make sense for most of them, except for um, the politician. <laughs> Yeah, that, that yeah. one was contrived a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, like everyone else, like when when Joker's saying like, "What is his full name?" Like, tell me their full name. I'm like, you know, Joker, you're being pretty suspicious right now. <laughs> right. Almost like you're a phantom thief. Mm, yeah. But for the politician, it's just like, yeah, all I did was listen to your speeches, dude. I don't know where you're coming from this idea with. Right. Well, not as obvious that they're phantom thieves as Ryuji, who is. I want to shout it to the mountaintops. <laughs> <laughs> He has no indoor voice. No, no. And I, I, you know, it's been great seeing the memes like after the fact, after you've beaten the game, like seeing all these all sorts of things. Uh, what you just posted something uh, like on another Discord server where it's where it's Sai and basically saying like when you find the Twitter account of you know your main suspect and it's posting all these dumb cat pictures and how he wants to smash your sister. <laughs> like, it's so good. Speaking of which, uh, of- you uh, I believe you romanced Makoto. I did. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I agree with her code name. She's she is queen. She is queen. <laughs> Makoto, it was like just generally perfect for me. I fell in love with like her character arc where like she was driven to be perfect, pressured to be perfect, and then she she realizes that she's she's acting in everyone else's interests instead of her own and decides to restart 
her priorities and like her path in life for her for what she wants to do instead of what everyone else wants her to do mm-hmm. yeah it was the character arc that i was most interested in and like just right off the bat like when we first met her even though like some of the things that she, that she was doing weren't totally thought through she was still very driven and still more intelligent than like the most of than most of the team right away she felt like the most fulfilled character um i would say that the only other girl on the team that that feels like a more um, fulfilling character is futaba but again there's like the whole little sister thing going on there if that that was that's a tough thing to get over uh was makoto not the cutest like before she was a member of your team and like she's kind of snooping around you around town like with the newspaper yeah and like this i was like oh my god just be more cute uh and can, can i get some reassurance that christmas eve heartbreaking when like she knows that you're lying to her to have to you have to turn yourself in like it's with her well, sister but i mean there's that extra tie with you know it's it's her sister that's true i feel like i appreciated that scene because of its emotional impact to the point that like i get really excited about scenes being re- well written so when you have a heartbreaking scene like that that's supposed to be really sad i'm just like yes this is so good this is so well done like i'm into this when i was talking to doba about it he said like you know it was a bummer and his whole mood was brought down and i'm like no it was great like, it was <laughs> awesome this is so, such great writing it was a good writing but yeah uh, it was it was tough yeah um but it is it is definitely a very emotional moment especially and i think that especially you know knowing the way that sai thinks makoto would probably piece it together a little more fully than everyone else does hmm. rather than just feeling that something's wrong. She would probably be able to guess exactly what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I know this is like, I know like spoiler casts in general are supposed to mainly be about story stuff, but I really appreciate all the gameplay stuff that was, that happened in persona five too. Like the palaces were more fun than any other dungeon in the entire Persona series because they felt like fully formed places that were very carefully thought out. Um, and there were like really special moments that I was feeling as early as the first palace where like you would you would find new ways into like to get further into the palace from the same starting points, like without even fast travel necessarily being a thing. And it's like that's where I realized like the the level design in this is so much cooler than we're used to from Persona. With like Obviously, Persona 3 having only Tartarus being uh, procedurally generated and Persona 4's dungeons being largely uninteresting, in my opinion. That All that on top of the way that combat has been enhanced with the, the auto-target button uh, and just being able to switch through your Personas much more quickly. Uh, the, baton, the Baton Pass being one of the coolest additions to the combat. That was great. Being able that was to, great, yeah. Being able to send it over to your other party members i feel that there there can be some argument over like whether this game has a better story than persona 4 but i think by and far from a gameplay perspective this is the best persona game that has ever been oh definitely and i'm, I'm so glad that you know people are getting in on the ground floor with this game like because it's, it's a yeah. great place to start and you know so many smart design choices it may be tougher to go back for those people because it'll be stripping away some of those uh refinements but you know, yeah, it's it's, it's so and good. Yeah, a lot of my friends have have been playing Persona for the first time with Persona Five. I've got a coworker that's playing it for the first time. A couple friends from school that are playing it for the first time. So many people. This is like they're getting into this series now. 
this has been the series for me for some 10 years now. And it's finally, finally made it big here in the West. And then that's so like, great to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really fantastic. And I went into uh, media production fields. Uh, I was in radio and stuff and it's like, it's, it's a very personal thing to me that the first, like the earliest recorded thing of my voice that I can find is my review of Persona 3 on Show Me Your News That's some right. 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, for my podcast, is, yeah. As far as I can tell, that is the earliest recorded thing I have out there. And Persona was there with me on the the earliest example of what I was doing with for the, for the rest of my life. So, like, having a brand new Persona game and having more people than ever get into it, April was, a, was one hell of a month. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you mentioned that review. I mean, that's where I first heard of the series, and so uh, that means a lot yeah. to me as well. So, like, that's it, it's it, kind of set us all on a on a course. And yeah, it's just great to see a lot of people. I mean, you have the news story come out that uh, Persona Five was the most downloaded game on the PlayStation Store in all of April. So, like, it's mm-hmm. it's doing great, and it's it's really great to see. Yeah, um, in the end, like you said earlier in the show, um, I don't for pure game of the year's sake i don't think it's going to beat breath of the wild um because breath of the wild was just such a new experience that it it fundamentally changes game design as a whole but persona 5 was just such an amazing thing from start to finish yeah there were some terrible things throughout like the the entirety of okumura's palace and the <laughs> yeah. fucking rats oh gosh yeah mm-hmm Oh, and the the pacing of pretty much from exactly when you start talking to your friends in the Velvet Room up until the point that you actually start fighting Yeldaboeth. Mm-hmm. That entire hour's worth of content it's, there. Was it's, it's a long Ooh. slog. And like th- they were much more difficult enemies, too. It's like they really it, just stepped up the grinding there. Like, oh, my gosh. It was an hour of unnecessary padding in between some of the best stuff that the Persona series has ever had to offer. Mm-hmm. Like the pacing of the game just entirely grinds to a halt. Mm-hmm. Like talking to all your friends in the velvet room takes forever. It does. Having- I, I liked the moment though. Like I, I think that was nice, but it could have been sped up. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I was looking on YouTube. It's, it is a half hour. Whoa, just, just talking to your friends in the velvet oh, room. Oh man. I didn't even realize and then an entire new dungeon, the shortest dungeon in the game, but still an entire dungeon. Yeah, that before you get back to the final boss fight that you already you thought you had already started. Just make it two or three levels, especially when you gave you know a save point or a heal point with Lavenza there. Like if you yeah. need it for grinding, just make it a couple floors and then just go on. Uh, yeah. On the whole, like the whole, the ending was very good, but for an hour there, the game just. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. I had decided at like actually right after the previous episode of the power switch was recorded i decided i'm i'm sitting down and i'm not standing up until i finish this game and i finished at 5 a.m and i like when i was in the middle of that 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 big grind with the with the five mini bosses i almost decided nope it's this is gonna wait till tomorrow but i made it and took till 5 a.m to do it but by god i did it Oh, and that last one was tough too. Whether it was Michael or wh- whichever one, uh, whichever archangel yeah. it was, oh, man, that was. And like, yeah, he and, heals himself. Like, get the fuck out of here! Well, he had Dr. Hong. <laughs> yeah, that it's was like, so bad. That was so oh. bad. Oh my god! <laughs> but I will say that Yaldabaoth has the the best named attack that I've ever seen in any video game. Manifest gun. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was, that a, that was, was a neat design uh, with, you know, just all the different, uh, the de- different sins manifesting in different ways. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. It does. It's not quite as cool to me as Nick's avatar cycling through the tarot and like explaining what they mean, which I think was the coolest moment in video games ever. And actually got me genuinely very interested in learning tarot and the major arcana and everything. Um, yeah. That, that still has yet to be topped as the best final boss, like theming yeah. and everything. And the, Oh, the music. Oh my God. Yeah. I just, yeah, just that's, that's the about, <laughs> about still ended up being a, a pretty damn cool final boss. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so no, but it's 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 great to hear your perspective. Glad to hear another another Makoto romancer. <laughs> yes, the best of us. Yes, oh yes. Hey, you find you on Twitter at Grimace Duminis. Um, yeah, you can see me uh, failing to play pool in Yakuza Zero. <laughs> I gotta find the next game I'm getting back to as far as story goes. I've been messing around in uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, having a good time with that. But uh, like the next next story game, I need to get back into it. So. I'd, I'd say Yakuza Zero is a good story game to move on to, and it, it takes place in in a realistic depiction of Tokyo. Well, so there you go. It, not a bad transition point from Persona. Just gotta get that up uh, higher on the the gamefly queue there. I I, wa- I walk down a street in Yakuza, and I'm like, this uh, this feels an awful lot like Persona Five. Not gonna <laughs> lie. That's, that's a pretty seamless transition there. Well, Matt, thanks mm-hmm. for calling in. Really appreciate your perspective and time. Absolutely. I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. And joining us from California, Rita, welcome back to the Power Switch. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm so dead after this game. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm so exhausted. I can't play anything else. Well, we're here on the Persona 5 spoiler cast. I'm, I'm anxious to hear what you had to say about the game. Um, I had a lot of fun with this game. Uh, I avoided everything I could from like the moment they announced the game because I knew going into the game i just wanted a completely pure experience and i did get that for the most part up until a certain point somebody got spoiled no uh, something got spoiled for me oh, um man. i was watching this video about like just grinding in persona 5 and uh the person in the video just happened to go to the uh the character menu and scroll through and i saw a catchy and i was like oh mm. well well <laughs> guess uh i mean it's kind of you know like we were talking about earlier it was implied that he joins the party because he's in the splash screen and stuff yeah, but like yeah. still i was like oh well so you, right, so then. you went through all of you know not only the japan release but the american pre-release hype did you not like aware of any of the party members really or uh no not really wow wow that's yeah that's pretty awesome i, I mean I was I was pretty aware of everyone. I mean, even with the different videos and like knowing the like the voice actors and seeing all that. So like, yeah, that wasn't really a surprise for me. I, I think the way that some were implemented, uh, Futaba, for example. I mean, Futaba, how she joins the party, and I, I did not expect that doing the whole like you know stealing her own heart, and she has this just heartbreaking backstory, and even. Like I, I knew that your caretaker was Sojiro Sakura. I knew that her name was Futaba Sakura, but like, um. like Sakura, it's a pretty common last name. They don't look anything at all alike. Didn't it, totally expect you know the family connection there, even if it was you know this this Wakaba Ishiki and uh, that connection there. So I, I think you know that was a little bit of a surprise. But I mean, wow, to be to go into the game, you know, not even knowing like who your party members are, like that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I knew like. Ryuji and Anne, yeah, 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 because it's very early on, yeah, 
but still, yeah, it was just a lot of fun not being spoiled for anything. Just like some of the more dramatic parts in the game, like when she who tries to kill herself. Oh man, I, like, that was fucked up. Like so yeah, early I was on. Like, what the hell, Persona? This is just like out of nowhere. And I'm like, that's when I knew this game was like serious shit. Yeah, it, it really, really set a tone. I was eating dinner and I like just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped. I put my food down. I was like, what the hell? I need a minute. That kind of reminds me of uh, Life is Strange. Uh, kind of had some, some tiebacks there. Uh, yeah, this game is so dark compared to the other ones, I think. Like, there's way more adult overtones, I guess you could say. Yeah, and when you're talking about, you know, the the evil, corrupt nature of adults and uh, the, how they can oppose their will on society and how to break free from that, yeah, you're going to get some, some dark topics. I mean, all of the, the seven deadly sins implemented where you had, you know, lust with Kamashita, uh, you know, there's they're just all over the place. It's kind of cool to see it all break down. Um Especially in the trophies, it kind of listed that out there. But yeah, just general stats, I guess, for me. Um, I played on normal through the entire game. Didn't really struggle. I don't know. The times that I did die were pretty much my fault. Like, I let that happen, but I never felt like I needed to lower the difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished the game at 112 hours, 30 minutes. I didn't max many. I maxed uh, Haru, Chihaya, um, An, Ryuji, and I think Kawakami. Yeah. Interesting. They were some really helpful, you know, skills, especially when you max them. I, I you know, spent, it was quite a while to, uh, get strength maxed up because, you know, all the fusions and whatnot. Use a guide, mm-hmm. like, don't, don't trouble yourself with, you know, doing all that. <laughs> but, uh, they have a really interesting ability. Uh, I don't know if you, know, you want to spoil on a spoil cast, but, uh, <laughs> Um, I mean, I've never looked into it. I mean, it, but, it gets yeah. up to a point because a lot of them, it's just like, oh, you know, we've uh, we've made this possible with some of the fusions, but the the max one, they really sell it. Like, you're going to love it. And it got to a point where when you max the Wardens, the Strength Social Link, you can fuse personas that are higher level than you, but you have to pay a oh. cost difference. And like, oh, that's oh, really well. neat. Like. You know, something that they've never really done before, but yeah, make it available through a, a social link skill. Yeah, these social link skills just like really change the game for me. Mm-hmm. They make it actually worth it to talk to your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then another social link thing. So here's my sad story of Persona 5. So you know how you like can check the network and see what people do, right? Right, right. I was seeing this like, oh, went to part-time job. I was like, what the hell was that? Um, I just never looked around in the lower parts of the station for uh, a job because I didn't realize that the book stand is where you go to get a job. That was pretty easy to miss, yeah. So I went through maybe 90 hours of the game. Never got a job. Never wow. started the social link. Wow. Damn, that sucks. So I have, I have no idea who the politician guy is. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, on the social link topic, I wanted to mention the probably one of the biggest flaws uh, the game is. You, know, you mentioned how it, they can easily. It may have been like a passing conversation uh, with a student to say like, "Oh, you know, part time job here." Like that's pretty easy to miss. But the one thing that the game did not explain at all could have wasted your time very easily was uh, was Sojiro's social link. Uh, you get yeah. that started, and it hits a certain point, kind of around rank four, where you can still spend time with him you can still build up those points but it takes until after 
the Futaba story yeah, stuff to it. be able to actually continue it. And if you spent a lot of time, like, it's like, God, when, when are you going to rank up? I want to make more <laughs> coffee, make more curry. And the game uh-huh. just does not hint at all that that's like a, it's a standstill. It's like just dead points, you know, that, that would be really frustrating. I think that's something you have to fit in a, a redux version, a director's cut, what have you. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get curry until maybe late November. Mm-hmm. Cause I just didn't feel like maybe I was doing something wrong with Sojiro and I just never bothered to keep trying. Right. Yeah. That's so that was, that was unfortunate. Uh, something I can't believe I didn't, mentioned or put in my uh kind of talks at the start of the show um your party that you used mm-hmm. for the final boss uh, oh, for m- uh i think it was pretty even now i think i used everybody at one point yeah yeah i, yeah. I think that um, that helps you know it's everyone was at least good in some aspect uh for me yeah. my final party for the final boss and all that it was uh on morgana and makoto uh, i just wanted to at yeah, least have everyone have a, a heal ability so for the most part, most of my game team was just Makoto, Haru, and uh, On, because mm-hmm. that was a good balance of stuff. Yeah, and, uh, I guess I just used Morgana as a heal after the after the fact of yeah. fights. That makes sense. That um, makes sense. I mean, I probably yeah. use the uh, the auto recover way more than I should. I know it's more expedient <laughs> yeah. to actually go into the skills and do all that, but it was just it's like I just, just want to keep going, I just keep go. keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, as as I said earlier, I did choose to romance Haru, and that was the most stressful time of my life. Oh because, yeah, yeah. Because um, you get her so late in the game, and it was like, do I want to finish this palace as soon as possible, or do I want to really like? I think yeah. yeah. I think it took me literally until the last day, and I, I was able to to max Haru's social link. Granted, yeah. uh, her in particular, you know, when it goes to the whole like. You know your next words are important. Choose carefully, and it's like either I love you or let's be friends. And all the the romantic or platonic. Most of the women, girls, what have you, uh, <laughs> when you choose the platonic option, most they of them were okay with it. Oh, I, they, really? they were they were like uh, slightly disappointed. Okay, fine, but like Haru, upset, like uh, oh. Well, could you please leave? Like she was like actually distraught. I'm like, no, like it's not like oh come on. <laughs> so like so I that made me think of I, I knew you're playing uh, a, a Haru run there, uh, but yeah. it's just like oh man, like that. Her out of all of them, I you know granted did not you know make Makoto a platonic choice in my run. I so I don't know what that's like, but. I, like on like brush it off like pretty much uh, from what I remember I like, was totally fine with it yeah. but but like Haru was shaken so that that sucked yeah. oh man but I mean, speaking on On's uh, social link um, it really bothered me Mm-mm. it wasn't really about her no it wasn't and she wanted to be so like, many different things that it was just not yeah. consistent in toning well, one day I'm gonna be a super villain and like finally okay model. And then the the, uh, the rival yeah. model got like an actual picture. I mean, Shiho got a picture. I, like, it's like who's the most important character here? I want to date the other model instead. <laughs> she seemed more capable. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, um, I was really tempted with Kawakami. I know that 
that's what a lot of my other friends went with was Kawakami. But the thing that kind of just threw me off a bit was like, you know, the the first guy you go against was Kamashita, and he's a teacher, mm-hmm. and you're going against like, oh, well, the teacher shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff with the student. Yeah, and it's like. Oh, what about Kawakami? Does that just make it better? <laughs> I'm special. I'm the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But no, her rank 10 thing is so useful. Oh, gosh. I can't yeah. wait to do that in New Game Plus. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, At the end of the game, it's totally helpful. And then by end game, I was level 94 because of Reapers. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that last like slog of mementos was like nothing because I was just. Like uh, Ryuji's skill that just uh, kills things instantly if you're high enough level. Oh yeah, activated every single time, and I never really <laughs> fought anything. <laughs> That's awesome. And then the climb up to um, the final boss was really easy too, because at that point nothing mattered, and uh, I was just killing everything. But yeah, the three mini, uh, five mini bosses, or f- five or four. I want to say, uh, was, you know, maybe four archangels. The only one that gave me trouble was the last one, yep. and it didn't honestly take that long for me because I was so overleveled. But that might have been my problem. Yeah, yeah. And he was, uh, oh god. And then was he the one where he was spawning the angels, and then they were using Rikarmda to like yeah. sacrifice their health to heal him? It's like, stop it! Why? Yeah. That's what that's what they were doing in um, Okamura's palace mm. with the uh, with the boss. Oh, see, I I found that boss to be pretty easy because. You yeah. had most of them. You already knew their you know, their type weaknesses, weaknesses. So yeah, I read something I interesting. Oh, who was it that told me? I apologize if it if it was you know someone in our community and all that. But uh, <laughs> they're talking about how apparently it was uh, designed so that the the shogi uh, girl Hifumi uh, mm-hmm. was apparently supposed to be a party member. Oh yeah, and it kind of right. makes sense when you think that you know her skills really apply to like the tactician and swapping party members out like that that makes sense uh but yeah there's like oh the story was getting a bit long so they trimmed the content like yeah, that that was a probably for the best decision because the game is plenty long as enough as it is so if not for haru and her coffee uh i would have dated he me mm, mm, yeah yeah haru um, did have a, a good character arc that was a it was a good social link overall and yeah, yeah with like the, the pressures of the business and all that yeah it was good People talk about Makoto's Christmas Eve being heartbreaking. Try horrors. How so? Uh, I'm I'm sure like a lot of them are like that, but I don't know. She was just like, of all the people, I thought you'd be able to tell me what you're hiding, and I was like, mm, man, that uh, it's, it's just it's such a rough moment, you know, for anyone. I'm sure. But talk about endgame personas. I went through most of the game with uh, Shikiyoji because of reflect. Uh, physical and reflect gun. Mm-hmm. I I um, had him and, uh, for quite a while as well. Yeah, and then uh, Gary McCullough came along. I just kept him for the rest of the game. Yeah, that, uh, I think uh, I, had, I upgraded eventually to Rangda for a little bit. Yeah, but then I also had uh, Shiva, Satan, Mother Harlot, and uh, Mara. <laughs> Gotta have Mara. <laughs> I didn't even use him. I just needed him for novelty. Yep, of course, of course. <laughs> It, I feel like it ended really well, though. It was it was a good ending. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It was it was the right ending, uh, but I, I think they played a little safe on the emotions because uh, yeah, Persona mm-hmm. Four was was heartbreaking oh, to it's actually heartbreaking leave every single time to actually leave. And and this one, it's like yeah, we'll go with your friends. You know, it, they played it safe, and yeah, it does open the door up for more adventures for sure. But uh, yeah. 
so apparently i don't know if i'm like in the minority about this but like when akechi sacrifices himself i'm like good <laughs> i don't care i don't care yeah <laughs> i never felt anything for akechi throughout the entire game yeah, it, i think it really depends on how he first came across you I and mean, we had we had matt just on and like that like the it was a big surprise for him for the the betrayal uh, to begin with mm-hmm. but yeah it, it really depends on how i think you interacted with him uh i mean when he sacrificed like i thought like oh now that's i guess that's, that's noble but it gives us the chance to get out of there thank you <laughs> yeah yeah and they were like you know you can be better you can come with us i was like no he can't <laughs> the soundtrack in this game is amazing oh my gosh yes. i don't think anybody else commented on it but like i can't stop listening to it, it it's god tier it's god tier level it's so i'm gonna be listening to like years to come Years to come. Yeah, I think uh, Alley Cat is probably the heaviest song in the game. Alley Cat's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. Life Will Change, obviously, is probably like the best one. It's, it's so good. I, I love seeing memes uh, with Last Surprise. Uh, <laughs> Last Surprise memes. They, they are just the best. Uh, whether With the Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> and the guy swinging the sword. And Indy just psh, pulls out that gun. Bam! Weak. Oh my god, it's fantastic! Uh, I think the best part uh, with the Covenant with the uh, last mini bosses is just to have Life Will Change play the entire time because they caught to Willpower or other boss music. Mm. Oh yeah, for the for the mini bosses, if they just kept it Life Will Change throughout that entire climb up to final boss was would be pretty cool. I agree. Yeah, uh, I love this game. I don't think I love it more than Persona 4 Golden because. It still needs time to sit with me, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I appreciate the cast and the characters are very—they're iconic right now. I think, yeah, like, but they're not as iconic as like Yukiko or like Chie mm-hmm. yet. But given time and another ten years until Persona Six, you know, I have kind of an odd theory, kind of just bubbling in my head, where I wonder if like the iconic nature of the Persona Four characters right now has something to do with the color theming. Um, you know, because red. red you associate with Yukiko. I mean, blue, uh, you know, Naoto could be a blue, purple, kanji, uh, you know, green, chie. Uh, you know, it's all like these kind of colors you can always associate. And what is there with the Phantom Thieves? It's it's not as not as strong of parallels there. Yeah, but I love the Phantom Thieves, man. They're so cool. Mm-hmm. I felt really badass as a. Uh, joker yes yes absolutely uh, and yeah, fl- yeah flipping the tables on on that plot with a uh, using the metaverse to have the fake one killed like that was, that was so cool and at that point not being spoiled for that stuff that was like holy shit did i just get the bad end yeah no, i didn't yeah this is how it's supposed to be <laughs> i was just talking to someone else in our community this morning uh, and he's he was going through the ending i don't think he finished in time for this but uh he was just saying like did, did i get the bad end it, it it felt like I got the bad end. I'm like, well, as long as you didn't give in to, you didn't give up your teammates to Sai, you're good. Just watch out for the check in the velvet room and you're good. It's a, mm. it's a really special game. And uh, I'm, I'm glad everyone's had such a great time with it. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy with it. But yeah, I think it needs some more time to settle in and be on that iconic level and see what kind of spinoffs there will be and how it, how it really takes advantage of this, this mainstream popularity. Persona 5, carding all afternoon. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just now thinking, like, last surprise, <laughs> blue shell. 
Uh, they gotta do something. Morgana's a car. Morgana's a bus, <laughs> a cat bus. <laughs> when the when the when the cat bus connection happens, like holy shit. Mm. Well, Rita, thank you so much for calling in. Really appreciate your insight. People can find you on Twitter. If, let me remember. It's, it's, it's Calistegia. Calistegia, but the L is an I. The L is a capital I. So yeah. really appreciate you calling in. Uh, thank you. Have a great night. You too. And that'll do it for this episode of The Power Switch. We are hosted by RhymesWithAsia.com, and we're on YouTube and Twitch at RhymesWithAsia. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Power Switch. You can email us any questions, comments, concerns, or opportunities at PowerSwitchPod at gmail.com. You can subscribe to The Power Switch on podcast services such as iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you could be so kind as to leave a review, that would really help as well. Most importantly, to participate during future episodes, you should join our community on Discord by visiting rhymeswithasia.com call. It's a small but growing community, and in these early months of the show, it'll be easier than ever to have your voice heard on this podcast. Thank you for joining us for this Persona 5 spoiler cast, whether you're listening now, you know, just fresh off of beating the game or, you know, it's, it's months down the road and you're, you're finding this on YouTube or on those podcast services. Hopefully this has been a little cathartic for you to get to, to talk about that game, you know, to hear discussion about that game in, in a different way than I think most other spoiler casts on podcasts would go. So find us on, on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern time. For normal episodes of The Power Switch, we're coming up on E3 discussions. We're almost a month away, so I know our next podcast episode there will be talking about a contest we'll be doing with E3 yes or no predictions. We'll have uh, definitely just thoughts on E3 a month out and some predictions there. So looking forward to that. Hope you join us for that. Uh, Rhymesthasia.com. Check us out there. Thank you for calling and tuning in. Uh, you know, find us on our Discord channel, rhymeswithasia.com slash call, and you know, follow us when developments happen there. Regardless whether it's live or on your own time, I look forward to you joining us for our next episode. With that, I am Peter Spasia. Until next time, switch up, call in, game on.